I use a lot of self-pleasure practices inside of my work with women and coaching work because when someone can get themselves into an altered state of consciousness through self-pleasure, through a conscious masturbation practice, and then inside of that space where that consciousness is altered, where you're able to access different areas of your brain, where you can then reaffirm and repattern your story, your trauma, your experiences, your self-beliefs, like how you feel confident or lack thereof. Like it's inside of that space where so much neural imprinting can take shape and can reroute itself. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency. I'm your host, Amy Natalie, women's empowerment coach, feminine embodiment guide, and creator of the Feminine Codes. This podcast is designed to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your frequency, and empower your mindset. We cover everything from increasing your confidence, trusting your intuition, deepening intimacy in your relationships, and magnetizing abundance into your life. Each week, you'll receive a new episode filled with feminine wisdom and inspiration to remind you of the magic that already lives inside of you. Ready to dive in? Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I am so happy to have you here today, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this powerful conversation that I had with a dear soul sister of mine, Naima Pierce. In this conversation, we really unpacked this topic of tapping into your pleasure and into your body as a gateway for healing and transformation. And this topic just lights me up. I've seen how Naima works with her clients. I have seen how tapping into my own pleasure has really provided me so much healing and transformation. So I'm excited for you to have access to this and to tune into this frequency and this wisdom today. Before we dive into the conversation, I want to share with you about a really beautiful workshop that I've been creating behind the scenes for you. It is coming up on Thursday, June 22nd, and it is called the Magnetic Confidence Workshop. It is a free workshop where you get to join me live and connect with other podcast listeners and other like-minded women who are on their feminine frequency journey. And in this workshop, I'm going to be supporting you with mindset tools, embodiment practices, and guided meditations. And this is really an interactive experience where we get to play together in the space of energetics, of transformation. And I'm so excited to connect with you there. So we're going to be covering how to really look at your limiting subconscious beliefs that are keeping you playing small, how to connect with your authentic self and your feminine expression, and then how to embody your true confidence in your career and relationships. And I'll be teaching you the magnetic confidence formula that I have used to support hundreds of clients over the years to support them in magnetizing and creating the life that they desire, the relationships, the career, and really just showing up in their lives as their most confident self, which to me, there's like 
no better frequency than that. So to join me for this live experience, you can scroll down to the link in the show notes and register for free. And again, this is happening on Thursday, June 22nd. I cannot wait to be in this space with you and to connect with you live. All right, so now I'm going to introduce our guest for today, Naima Pierce, who is a pelvic specialist and women's sex coach who helps women and pussy owners overcome pain, shame, and disconnection in their pussy and sexuality so that they can experience epic sex, erotic confidence, and a thriving relationship to their body and to themselves. She helps women unlock this through her VAPA method, which is an integrative approach to sexual liberation and pelvic care. Naima is a powerful coach who works online with clients globally as well as in person in her thriving bodywork practice in Asheville, North Carolina, where she offers somatic pelvic healing sessions to women and pussy owners who are ready to get to the root of their disconnect and discover deep sexual liberation and healing. Naima is a total science nerd. She is esoterically deep and ridiculously playful and is wildly passionate about helping you to live your most liberated and pleasurable life possible. And from personal experience, Naima is such a beautiful embodiment of her work. She has empowered so many women here in my community in Asheville, and I feel so honored and grateful to have her here today to share her wisdom with you. And as you're listening to this episode, if you are feeling inspired and empowered by this conversation, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. You can tag me at Amy Natalie Co. I always love hearing from you, and that's a beautiful way to spread the love of the feminine frequency. So come on over and say hello and enjoy this conversation. We will see you on the other side. Hello, Naima. I am so excited to be here with you today in this space. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency. Hell yeah. So excited to be here. (laughs) We've been talking about doing this podcast for quite some time, and we are finally here. I trust that this is the perfect timing that we're meant to be recording this. And yeah, we've spent a lot of time together in our personal lives, and I absolutely love learning about your work and love the way that you show up in your own life and your devotion and commitment to sharing your wisdom around pelvic health and empowering women with their pleasure and in their relationship. So today we're going to unpack some of that and really let our listeners into your world and the magical healing work that you do. Mm-hmm. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah. I remember when we first met, I was new to Asheville and I went to an ecstatic dance uh, and we go to the same ecstatic dance most Sundays I go. And I remember at the closing circle, you shared, you stood up and shared about your work and you're like, yeah, I support women with pelvic health and you do body work. And I was like, damn, like, I really want to know this woman. Like I want to connect with her. And it wasn't just about the work that you're doing, but it was really about your energy and your passion and your power as you shared that. And so I know that you've been doing this work for a long time and I'd love for you to share what got you into the realm of you know, 
working with women in their with their pelvic health and empowering women in their sexual nature. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the question. And I'm super happy to be here with you too. And yeah, I mean, the life story of getting to this point today, like there's there's so many different like threads I can pull on for that. But some of the main main couple of threads that really are like bolded in my personal story is um in my I remember back in my early 20s, I got pregnant and had an abortion. I chose to have an abortion. And that experience of going through one of like these major rites of passage as a woman, both like physically and emotionally, that really led me into like the full experience of what it is to be a woman in so many ways not that that not that pregnancy and birth is like the full experience you know but like it's one of the vast experiences of of being a woman and in this body and honestly to be quite frank like my abortion story was like it's like pretty great like I had a pretty awesome experience with it overall in terms of like it wasn't this highly traumatizing experience for me like I had support from my partner I had support from my community and my friends like I could pay for it. Like it went, it went the best it could have gone, but still nonetheless, like going through that experience, I felt in my body, like the amount of shame that is still so highly associated with women having abortions. That's like, that's still so coded in our society and getting to like actually feel that in my body and like go through that own personal process within me, instead of just like conceptualizing it was a huge rite of passage in my life of that experience, but also like leading me into this woman's work. And in that experience myself of healing from the abortion, even though it went the best it could, it was still a vast experience to go through in a physical body. And I remember like in my post-pregnancy release phase, like I was doing a lot of healing work that involved a lot of physical body work. I was actually living in Guatemala at the time not when I had the abortion, but right afterwards. And I was receiving a lot of body work, a lot of mind abdominal massage, a lot of pelvic work and yoni massage. And um, I was actually studying there. Like I've been doing body work for many years, doing women's work for many years at that point. But that was when I really got to experience it in my own body. Like the amount of impact that is possible when we work directly with the tissue itself that holds these experiences of trauma and pain and shame and and the physical whatever we went through be that an abortion a birth or whatever the the experience was and i got a lot of hands-on work during that time and that's what really like shape-shifted for me my deeper stepping into of how i offered and worked with women's bodies in the world and so like that was one really really big key piece for me that has so many other like details to the story but to sum it up, that. And then the other thread that's really been a significant piece for me that honestly has come to be more and more clear the older I've gotten and the more I've been doing this work is that the my sister that I grew up with, she's a sexual, sexual assault and rape survivor. And growing up, witnessing how much that trauma changes a person, how deeply impacted her life was, how she was impacted the rest of her life still to this day, how that scar like lands in someone's system. Oof, like it it did something to my system to like be so intimate with that experience with her. And 
my own healing path that I chose in life as a result of witnessing her trauma had a lot to do with my own processing of like my own immense grief and rage and sadness of that experience, which led me to my own deep self-development inquiry world. But then secondly, for her, like led me down a really profound road of studying trauma and how to heal trauma and not just heal trauma, but to like help women be like fucking liberated on the other side of that trauma too. And so witnessing that was a big point of my like revelation witnessing her and then having my own experience too of being like okay one in one in four women are raped or sexually assaulted and like one in three women I think it is at this point that women have abortions and then like if that's the case like if that's the actual experience for women in society then like how the hell is there not like healing on every damn corner for women to heal and to transform and to be supported through these like incredible processes that are not just inherently negative, like having an abortion necessarily, but like that are big rites of passage and big things that deserve support. And so that's what really impacted my my path to choose um, going down this road of really supporting women to heal emotionally, to heal the like psychosomatic disturbances and the conditioning that we receive from society and all of what has been in like the deep ancestral patriarchal line even of like how we experience shame and pain as, as female bodies. And so that's what led me to wanting to really help heal women's bodies and help people's pussies feel enlivening and exciting and thriving and sexually alive. So those are some of the two two main pieces that have led me here. Mm-hmm. I know that just by listening to your story and these pieces of your story, that something is going to be unlocked for so many women because these are elements of society and elements of women's real lived experiences that are often not talked about. And yet when we go behind the doors and we get into these intimate spaces that you and I both go into with women and create safety or create containers that invite women to share vulnerably what's alive for them, we see these numbers coming through. We see women who are recovering from real life experiences. And like you shared, especially with the piece that you do around body work is these experiences and this trauma get stored in the body and our bodies are so intelligent. And just because those are our lived experiences doesn't mean that they have to continue impacting us to the extent that they have up until now. And one of the biggest parts of that to break through that is by dissolving the shame and being like, there's nothing actually wrong with you that you had an abortion. There's nothing actually wrong with you that you've been sexually assaulted. There's nothing actually wrong with you if you have pain during sex or something going on with your yoni that feels uncomfortable or embarrassing, right? And it's because of conversations like this and spaces where women get to share their experiences that we can actually start to shift these narratives and allow women to feel more empowered and also do some really, really deep healing. And I love what you shared about how these are opportunities for, you know, we can look at these as negative experiences in our lives, or we can look at them as opportunities to learn and to grow and to become a more empowered and juicy and alive version of ourselves. So 
I love your aspect, uh, the aspect of your work of really learning how to relate to our pleasure and our bodies in a different way. And I'd love for you to speak a little bit into the power of self-touch and self-healing um, for women, because what I see with a lot of women is that they're living from their neck up. They feel very disconnected from their body. And because of religious shame or from negative sexual experiences they've had or just not being educated about their anatomy and about their own pleasure, oftentimes we feel so disconnected to this part of ourselves. And it's a part of ourselves that can literally transform all aspects of our lives. So let's talk about first the like hands-on physical self-touch aspect of your work. Yeah. Yeah. This is a huge component of my work, the way I work with yes, client, like, yes, I do body work. Um, and that body work, just to like briefly describe what it looks like, like I do, I do deep, deep body work with women where I call them my somatic pelvic body work sessions, where we work for a minimum of three hours together inside of one session. And we're working head to toe in, in and out. Like we do, I do intravaginal work. I do intraoral work. We're working with the entire physical body in relation to and having a, a focus on pelvic and womb awakening, healing, and restoration of these areas of our body. And I always say like womb work and pelvic work, it is whole body work. So that's why I work with the entire body with, we're all one connected, interconnected system. And yes, I'm working hands on in these spaces, but it's inside of a container that is held in like a ceremonial ritual space where women get to come in and be held by me, another woman, in one of the most intimate spaces that's non-sexual in nature. I'm not doing any type of direct erotic stimulation to, to my clients. And that is also very non-clinical in nature. It's, it's this place in between outside of gynecology and, and clinical offices and outside of sexual touch, which like if you really pause and think about that for yourself, like have you ever been held in that place? Like most women have never been held in a place like that. That's non-sexual, that's non-clinical, that's non-whatever. You know, it's just to be there with your body completely and fully listening in total presence to everything and anything that could arise moment to moment as we do physically work with the body and the tissue and unwind and because everything in our lives is held so deeply in our cells and tissues all of our emotions experiences stories there's a lot that unwinds there's a lot that opens up inside those sessions and i've like seen everything from just like rage and despair and sadness and grief and ecstasy and all of the emotions there to be felt and witnessed and move through the space essentially to give the space and time for these emotions and experiences to be fully present so I do the, this body work, but also inside of my coaching, we, we do similarly. And I teach people how to do their own self-touch work and their own healing work on themselves, both from a place of some of what I just described, like doing a physical healing work with yourself. Maybe that's not with the intention or goal to go towards sexual pleasure, but then doing a lot of sexual pleasure work as well. Because I do feel that pleasure is just a, an incredible access point to deep transformation and deep healing in our lives. Meaning, honestly, like a lot of what science has shown us when we, when we look at neuroscience and what it's revealed is that humans can have some of the biggest transformational shifts that actually reshape and rewire the nervous system that actually lasts in a way. It's not just like, oh, you have this big emotional experience and you like 
have this big cathartic release and then like, then what? You know, it doesn't stick. But a lot of what neuroscience has shown us is that when you're in altered states of consciousness, be that getting there by using psychedelics, you know, this is why psychedelics is oftentimes seen as like, can be incredibly healing. But outside of taking plants or drugs, like you can access these altered states yourself through things like breath work, through things like self-touch and pleasure and arrows in the body. And so I use a lot of self-pleasure practices inside of my work with women and coaching work because when someone can get themselves into an altered state of consciousness through self-pleasure, through a conscious masturbation practice, and then inside of that space where that consciousness is altered, where you're able to access different areas of your brain, where you can then reaffirm and repattern your story, your trauma, your experiences, your self-beliefs, like how you feel confident or lack thereof, like it's inside of that space where so much neural imprinting can take shape and and can reroute itself. So I really believe in the power of self-touch and pleasure work for that reason. It gets us into these altered states where so much transformation can be happened like really fast and at a quick, quicker pace. And also it is an incredible way to just build deeper interoception with yourself, like to understand your body, to understand and to feel what is happening from moment to moment and place to place in your body, especially in an area like your pussy, like where I think so many women have maybe never fully touched themselves, especially like with their own bare hands, like never really gone into the magical portal of their own yonis and like really felt around and like really touched themselves from every millimeter of space to the next and like breathed and sounded and was mindful enough to really notice what was happening from place to place in their body. So it builds this incredible ability to have this deeper self-awareness, this deeper interoception with yourself. And within that too, actual bring physical healing to the body. Like you wouldn't believe the amount of times in my practice and when I'm working with my coaching clients that like even women that are like, yeah, I'm sexually liberated and I feel really great and I can access pleasure super easily. Like how many of them actually have like really fucking tight pussies too? <laughs> and like, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Again, like it's no shame. It's like it's an area of your body that needs physical work, just like any other area of your body, like your shoulder or your neck or whatever. Like these places, especially our pussies, like hold a lot of tension when we're when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're fearful. Like, think about what your body does. Like you clench in some way, and you better believe like your pelvic floor and your ass and your vagina, like you clench all of that, and it creates this tension. So in the self-touch, you're creating conscious space to unwind the tissues, which will inherently like do things like increase your nerve circulation and your nerve flow. It will increase your blood flow. And you need things like that happening too, no matter who you are, to like have a thriving sex life and, and like a healthy, happy, thriving pussy as well. So like I really see it from both perspectives of like something that I am definitely who I am in my life is like I'm such a science nerd. Amy knows this. I'll like read fucking physiology books <laughs> to go to sleep at night. Like I just love to study the human body. It's amazing. So like I love seeing it and I work both from the lens of like physical healing and helping women overcome nerve damage and whatever is like physically presenting itself that is the physical ailment and dysfunction. But Whenever you start working with that physical dysfunction, there's always, there's always an emotional or spiritual deeper connection to what that is holding, what that guarding is. Um, mm-hmm. 
in life. Yeah. I We were at a clothing spot the other day and some woman was like, oh, G-spot mama. And like, <laughs> I love women calling you the pussy witch and like all the different ways that like you've served so many women in our community here and also your clients online to get more in touch and to be more liberated in this area of their life. And I absolutely love this conversation of pleasure as a gateway for transformation like you and I talked about this last night too where like we have all these messages in our spiritual modern world where it's like we have to learn through pain and we have to release all these things and we have to constantly be unearthing and letting go and like it has to be hard and of course this deeper work with the body and with your pelvis is like going to bring up stuff and we can also learn to rewire that with pleasure which is what I'm hearing you say which is mm -hmm. so exciting and I think a really big missing piece of the the spiritual growth process right like if we're always in it and we're always processing and we're always in this like self-analysis and like psychoanalysis but we're not actually doing the work in the body and not accessing states of pleasure then like what's the point <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally yeah you and I were talking about this last night and like it's interesting because it's a both and like I'm such a nuanced person like it's a both and of like Yes, pleasure is, like I was just describing, not only a way to access different areas of your brain where you can like literally create new transformation, but even when it comes to physical unwinding, like one of the ways that I that I know how to reset nerves in people's bodies is like through pleasure. You like, you, you work with a nerve that's like highly irritated and then you go to a pleasure point to actually like help rewire how that nerve is responding. It's like you're tricking the nerve to essentially be like, no, this can be pleasurable let's let's do that instead and it literally will rewire that nerve to start to release the pain signals that it's sending out and the same thing that happens it happens in your brain the same thing that happens in your emotional body too and it's not bypassing but it's working directly with this this um scientific awareness that we have accessibility to and using that pleasure point whether that's like a physical point on the body or like doing a self-pleasure practice to awaken that in the body and then from that place moving through some intentional practices around what is the pain in your life what is the trauma you're trying to overcome or what it is because like it's a way to help your nervous system start associating this like highly discomfort this highly uncomfortable feeling and experience you've had and start to down regulate that in many ways and start to associate it with how can I bring in pleasure to my being and safety to my being while being in connection to this thing that is a part of my story as well. So like, yes, the pleasure is such a big piece of it. And I, and I love that for that. And then to not like play devil's advocate, but the other side of it is like, and I do also believe in like going into the depths of things and hunting for, for the shadows. Like I love a deep esoteric shadow hunt. And that's a, a lot of what like the path of Tantra has taught me about too, which is a big part of like who I am as a spiritual being. Like I would say and a lot of what, um, you know, at the beginning I was sharing the reasons and the ways of experiences I had that led me to be in this work that I'm doing. But another large part of my own story that led to like my own spiritual evolution, which was overcoming and like reshaping 
the ideas around what it means to be spiritual in a way. What I learned through the path of Tantra was it wasn't just about in being in transcendence from this world, like to fast and to never have sex and to sit quietly and only meditate and need nothing. Like most spiritual and religious states are so associated with the removal from humanity and humanness, a removal from the messiness of this like wild, amazing, epic adventure of what it means to be human. But when I found Tantra, it was like the first spiritual path that led me to be deeply human. It led me to my truth, like with a capital T, which is like, I don't need to resign or change myself or to be less human or to be less spiritual. I just get to be exactly who I am right now. A human that bleeds and feels pain and has abortions and has sex and that like can experience the vastness of the pleasure and the pain cycles as well. And like that is actually what is unimaginably holy and spiritual in and of itself. So the, there's something amazing and so beautiful too about the tantric path within that, that it's not just like accepting that we are these dynamic human beings that have all these vast experiences, but it's falling in love with them and being in devotion to what it means to be human, to be so intimate with absolutely everything, the pain, the pleasure, the good, the bad, you know, whatever, as an act of a devotion with oneness, with, with all that is, with all that is. And like, that's a big, that's a big ask. It really is. It's a fucking spiritual path. Like it is indeed. But I find that that is what, yeah, gave, gave me the most permission to be human. And what I think gives a lot of people permission to be human. And that um, the point that I wanted to get to with this whole piece of bringing Tantra into it was that like a one big philosophy of it too is around like, if you want the most liberation, if you want the most transformation in your life to go to the places also where there is the most pain, where there is the most toxic conditioning, where there is the most like suffocation around something. Not because you just want to like hunt the shadows to the depths and like go on that like deep heroine's journey. Like that's cool too. But like, but because when you do that, you'll uncover it all there. Like go to the place where it's the most choked out and you'll get a pretty big return on your investment, you know? And like where is society and life the most choked out? Mostly in the areas of sex, you know, and sex and pleasure and, and, um, so that's another reason why it's like, yes, pleasure and also go into the pain too, like go into it and worship it as not just pain, but like find the pleasure within it and find the ways to be in devotion to it and acceptance of it and fall in love with it. Because Tantra really is about witnessing just everything that it is as it's happening, just accepting it for what it is, trusting that every sensation is part of the divine symphony of life, trusting that like every person, everything every moment is truly like reflecting ultimate divinity and like that as hard as it is sometimes to accept that like it does bring deep liberation and healing and starts to um, decode and unwind the massive amounts of shame and pain that we experience in, in life and for me it's just a deep reminder of like there really is no altar no ashram that I need to like go to, to be at, to sit at, like I already am here at the altar, like divine and, and perfect as I am. So mm. yeah. 
Yeah, super potent wisdom. And I love this intersection of spirituality and sexuality. And we've had a few really powerful conversations on the podcast recently about this intersection. And I really do see this as a reflection of what we're seeing in the collective of releasing these old taboo, shameful narratives and relationships with pleasure and sex that have been around for so long, like they've been so toxic. And as the feminine is arising, as consciousness is awakening, this deeper knowing and this deeper experience of how can we view sex differently? How can we relate to pleasure differently in a way where it actually serves all aspects of our life and allows us to be the most full expression of ourselves and this piece that you were talking about of like, can I accept all parts of myself? Can I accept the humanness that I am instead of trying to constantly just transcend past that and kind of like access these higher states? And I've definitely experienced on my own emotional healing journey and my own embodiment journey where it's like, yeah, everyone wants to feel more pleasure. Everyone wants to have better sex. Everyone wants to be happier, experience more joy in their everyday life. But if you're not willing to go to those places of looking at the pain, being with the pain, looking at your shadows, there's a limit how much pleasure and sensation we can actually access. And that's at least from my lived experience that, that you know, we have to be willing to do this deeper I would say more advanced personal development work, right? Like the, these are the the deeper embodied layers that we get to look at um, that are going to make the biggest, offer the most amount of liberation and transformation for us as individuals. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is deep work. And to not like, you know, all the people listening out there, if they're like, holy shit, that's a real deep dive. Like, where do I even begin with that? You know, like, I'm speaking of the depths of my own experience and my greatest philosophies, but like truly what I, when, when it like boils down to like, what can I do? What can I do now to like start this journey or continue on this journey wherever it is that you are? It's like, I think one of the best ways to heal some of this sexual shame or pain that you might be experiencing is to one, like celebrate the fuck out of it and like celebrate your own divinity, your own sexuality. And I think that starts, it comes back again to like a hands-on self-pleasure practice, a hands-on practice with yourself, with your own body of deeper exploration with yourself and creating a very conscious, a conscious and mindful container of exploring yourself in your own body. And like, this is different than just like masturbating, which like masturbating's great. Like go for it, like have good masturbation too. That's awesome. But also like an intentional self-pleasure practice can look something like slowing down and changing the way that you typically touch yourself like interrupting your own patterns of how you go for your own pleasure and like going into a deeper um curiosity of just like being curious with yourself and touching yourself with the hands of like pure innocence like thinking like you know when you were a child like you would just touch your body and you would explore and you would be curious and you'd be innocent with that exploration and like we all have that inherent essence of like our innocent sexuality within us it's just usually buried pretty deep beneath all the muck and conditioning that we've received in the world so like taking your self-pleasure practice to a place where you can be in that curiosity again and be in that innocence again and be in that new exploration 
and breathe and be patient and non-goal oriented and just like listen, just listen and love and lay gentle hands that are sweet and kind and like speak loving words to yourself. And I think that that is such a beautiful place to to begin and continue forever on that journey. And inside of a self-pleasure practice too, like, you know, I think it's interesting because I commonly see this with clients and friends and people I talk to and stuff in the world that there's this, what you were just saying, Amy, like so many people want more pleasure and want better orgasms and like want to feel more surrendered and like all of this stuff. But like, I see when it comes to increasing sexual pleasure, there's this weird dynamic in, in the human experience where like people kind of expect it to just kind of like happen naturally without like putting in the reps and I kind of often uh, compare it to like going to the gym I'm like if you want bigger abs or whatever you want you want to get like buff and beefed out like you're gonna go to the gym you're gonna put in the reps and you're gonna like show up and like do your practice sometimes even when it doesn't feel exciting to do and that's what you do but when it comes to sex there's a lot of this energy of like oh well if I'm not in the mood or like I don't need to do that and like this and that and the other and I'm like yeah but it's about like showing up again and again even when it doesn't feel all hot and sexy and steamy and juicy and showing up to be in presence with yourself and your body again without needing to have a goal for it to like reach some sort of like peak orgasmic state but to just be there in presence and to touch and try to invoke in whatever sensations, pleasure is available to you at that time. So for anybody out there being like, what do I do? I would start there. Start there with like an intentional self-pleasure practice or just like sweet hands on your body and like come home to like your soft animal body. Like come home to your primal essence because like it is in there. It is in there. I've I've never met or had a client where like they actually had an inability to experience more pleasure that was like a physiological disturbance or something like that. I've never seen it. Never in my life. And I know that there's some people out there that might have like some crazy injuries that might prevent them from feeling pleasure. Like, yes, that is true. But most often than not, what I see is like such high walls like neurological walls that prevent people from like being able to open up to like the vast ocean of pleasure on the other side of it. It's always emotional, spiritual, deeper, somatic imprinting that's there. It's not this inability to actually have it. And it's within coming home to the body with returning to your primal essence through touch, through pleasure, through breath work, through you know, what I work with clients through body work. It helps get people into the flesh, into the body. And like that is such a powerful portal into this deeper transformation of breaking down some of those walls that prevent people from really having the thriving and epic sex that they fucking want in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so healing what happens when we can touch ourselves in that way, like any part of our body, right? From that place of love and presence and compassion and this all requires us to get out of this hyper masculine way of doing things of just being in this like fast-paced mode and wanting to get to the goal the you know get to the orgasm quickly and being in this like okay I'm checking it off my list I did my pleasure practice I did my embodiment practice for the day like 
it's so easy to have this like long list, this menu of like personal development practices and turn it into this like masculine oriented way of doing things. And like this practice and the embodiment practices that I do with my clients as well is about dropping into the feminine body. It's about slowing down, bringing reverence, bringing devotion, right? Not just rushing through and checking it off the list. And if you're wondering, like if you're someone who's been doing personal development work for a while, you've been listening to podcasts, you've been reading books, you've been journaling, you've been going to workshops, like these are all really amazing things. And that that's important. And Naima and I have both, like we're both super nerdy and we both love like learning and we love studying and we love understanding why things are the way that they are. And the deeper layers of healing and transformation live in your body. Like this to me, like the somatic and the body-based healing for women is where like the biggest transformation happens. So this is your invitation to slow down. Maybe you want to go back and listen to this episode again a few times to really let it soak in, like not just rush to the next thing and like grab another like resource or tool, like slow down, soak this in, take it in. And this is really just like an entryway. Like I know that Naima offers really amazing workshops and coaching and opportunities to go much, much deeper into this work. And so um, you also offer amazing content on your Instagram and on your YouTube channel. And I know that you're, yeah, super passionate about educating women about how this somatic healing works in our body. So for our listeners who are ready to go deeper and want to learn more from you, what is the best next step and where can they find you? Yeah, to learn more with me, you can, in the show notes, I'm sure you're going to link all my stuff, but my name is Naima Pierce everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, my website, etc. Um, one of the workshops that I hold most frequently is a monthly workshop called Pussy Temple, and it's a beautiful uh, live workshop on Zoom, though, you're in, in the comfort of your own home, where we do, where I guide you through a beautiful practice of mapping your own vulva and vagina internally through this like hands-on self-touch practice that goes a lot into everything that we've been talking about here today. I do a deep dive of uh, some anatomy and physiology before that hands-on practice so you really can understand your body on a whole other level too. There's something really powerful about not just like, like yes, touchy and stuff, but when you can have, at least for me too, I know, and for a lot of my clients, like having a deeper understanding of like the geography of our landscape of our bodies and understanding why they're doing what they're doing, how they work the way they do, it helps let everything land in a deeper way. So that workshop's really powerful. I love doing it. I do it once a month. So if you're interested, come learn with me there. It's a very like low, uh, low buy-in to come taste some of my work more. Um, and then I also do coaching work with my one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, these are deep dive containers. It's an initiation into everything that we've been talking about today where I guide you through all sorts of amazing practices that are customized for you, that lead you into coming home to who you are, to healing whatever it is that's been a part of your story so you can be the erotically confident and magnetic woman that you desire to be so there's a, and you can look on my website there's other ways to work with me i do like in-person immersion retreats of doing like three days deep dive body work and coaching with people in person i do hands-on body work here in Asheville as well if you're ever in the area or want to come out to this area so those are the ways to find me and work with me 
Mm, well, I have personally learned so much from you in the short amount of time. I think we've known each other for a little bit over a year now, and I've learned so much from you already. And I look forward to continue learning and growing with you and continuing to yeah, empower and inspire each other on all levels. I know we 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 love, you know, really, I feel like just being mirrors for each other and continuing to grow and expand individually, but then like coming together and learning from each other is is so special. And I'm really appreciative of that. So thank you for being here. Everyone check out the show notes to continue connecting with Naima. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks again. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you found value from this conversation, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Amy Natalie Co. I always love hearing from you. Send me a message. Let me know your takeaways. Also, I have a beautiful free gift for you. If you have not already downloaded the Empowered Feminine Morning Ritual, it is a 20-minute audio guide for you to listen to in the morning to start your day feeling empowered and embodied. You can find the link for that recording in the show notes. And lastly, if you are a regular listener here and you enjoy this podcast, I invite you to leave a rating and a review. This is the best way to support this podcast in reaching more women around the world. To leave a rating and a review, you can scroll down on the podcast app on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes and leave a quick review to share what you love most about this podcast and how it has impacted your life. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next Monday for another episode of The Feminine Frequency.